So there I am, Walmart parking lot, two in the morning, and out comes two Santa Clauses, and Noah carrying six gallons of eggnog. It was the wildest end to any night I've ever had. And you know oh that boy. boy likes eggnog. Oh boy. He has an unhealthy obsession. <laughs> If, he, if Noah goes in, he if with anything, he just goes all the way yeah. in. <laughs> he does. All right, what's up, everybody? After my silly story here, we are episode 153 of the ZZP Power Hour. Today, mm-hmm. we're talking about the tried and true, the OG, the 3800. Mm. We got we got our new gen 3800 owner here. We got boosted beat. Old Gen, you can say old it. Gen, old Gen, and then two random dudes that <laughs> are just two here guys that to talk about some here. things. <laughs> so uh yeah if you guys missed last week we're starting every podcast off talking about some new products some old products that just need a little more love or or just something to highlight so Bo, take it away yeah so one product that we don't have up here today that i want to drop for everybody um is our 3800 catch can mm-hmm. yeah i said it 3800 <laughs> get yeah, a catch can Specifically the blower, right? The M90 applications right now. Um, you know, we'll probably have something later for the L36, L26 guys. Um, so we've been running this catch can on our cars for, man, probably a year now. And at it's least, doing a really yeah. good at, job at pulling a lot of the oil um, and keeping it out of the blower. Because if you ever looked in an M90 blower, it's real coked up. Real yeah, coked yeah. up. And I don't think they have a ton of blow-by issues, but that PCV, um, you know, just operating under vacuum all the time you're you're bound to get a lot of gunk in there so um and then especially if you got an e85 car we're going to be pulling a lot of moisture out of the crankcase as well um i know if you've ever ran a breather on a valve cover of a e85 car you'll get a lot of uh, that milky oily look in there um, because that that moisture is trying to get out of the crankcase um just naturally by boiling it off so now with our catch can you're going to be pulling it out via vacuum and you know catching it separating in a can and you know ideally keeping it out of the intake and the engine um long story short where i'm going with this we need a couple guys to uh shoot me an email who have a stock 3800 stock oh boy that's gonna be hard to it's find. gonna be tough stock but if you have a though. if you have a 3800 that still has the engine cover on it it still has the alternator bracket on it it still has all of the accessories mounted to it still i need Preferably a 97 through 03 and an 04 plus car okay. um, mm-hmm. to finalize our fitment of our catch can, build you guys some instructions, and uh, get this out the door to you because even we don't have a stock 3800. It's, yeah. It is funny though how yeah. we're like, oh yeah, we got you know plenty of uh, shop cars around, and then whenever we need a stock one, we're like, oh no. Yeah. So I mean, aside from me, aside from me going to the junkyard. And <laughs> taking a catch can there and building some directions for you, um, let me know because yeah. obviously we'll probably be letting you go home with the catch can or, you know, we'll work out some in-store credit. Um, you know, it won't just be for free. We're not going to take apart your car for nothing. Uh, you'll get something out of it. We'll get something out of it um, and ultimately help get these catch cans into your guys' hands. So it's a cool system. It's been working. I just need somebody to test fit on. So shoot bow.c at zzperformance.com if you think you got a stock 3800 car you want to bring by ZZ Performance. If you didn't know, we're located in Wyoming, Michigan. So just outside of Grand Rapids. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Heading into that, you know, featured products today. We got our tried and true intercooler. We cannot come up here without our favorite piece of the 3800 M90 puzzle. As I mean, here everyone needs one. Tim here's, will get on his soapbox. Get it, my, drop it, Tim. Here's my rant. 
every factory boosted car has an intercooler except the 3800. Mm -hmm. Every single one. Like, yeah. you need this. And yeah, I'm sure somebody's going to jump in and be like, oh, what about this and that from 1986? <laughs> we don't care about 1986. I heard <laughs> back in the day. They, they had, ran turbochargers without well, no intercoolers. <laughs> they had an M90 intercooled option for the Grand Prix, but the darn thing made more horsepower, ran faster quarter mile times than the C5 that year, and they said, we got to slow this thing down. And they took the intercooler off and underboosted it for us. So, you know, it just allows easy performance to take all that advantage and make the, a, probably a cooler intercooler than they had anyway. I, I bet that there's probably truth to that. That's what I've I know heard. They've, I know they've done that in a lot of platforms, but mm -hmm. so, anyway. Functional PCV, bolt-on it looks so cool too. I mean, look, yeah. It, the, 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 worst, the worst thing is, is you got to buy your billet fuel rails, but those look awesome anyway. So <laughs> the worst I'm part is you have to have another awesome part on your car. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the 3800, which uh, somebody I'm sure will prove me wrong, but pretty sure it's probably one of the first supercharged GM engines. Yeah, that's fair. So it's yeah. possible that they just didn't intercool it because it was like such a new thing to them and they didn't want to overcomplicate it. I don't know. I mean, if you think about like what we add for this intercooler, I mean, first you have this very complex sandwich, you know, heat exchanger mm -hmm. combination plate, and then you have to run hoses through yeah. your belts and stuff. Yeah. And then you have an intercooler pump, which I don't know how reliable small electric pumps were. I knew all my cars from back then. None of their window washer pumps work. That's true. So obviously they're probably not. If yeah. they can't make a pump work that That's goes right. once a week, I mean, I don't know if they're gonna have a they, pump that runs like all the time. Couldn't even in the early two thousands with the LSJ. Yeah, yep. I mean yeah. the Bosch pumps. Then they wired it backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came out with everything wired backwards. Yeah, know. and so I mean, I think I think GM just didn't intercool it. It, it like like Bo said, probably down the lines of like they 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 designed this thirty eight hundred, which if you flow the heads, you're like. They suck. If you look at the engine, you're like, this engine sucks. But then you put it in a car and you're like, holy freaking crap. Like, yeah. I've had customers with that get 30 miles to the gallon cruising down the highway and run 1170s at the quarter mile with slicks. Like, yeah. the, the 3,800 liters, that's like a big V6, too. It is an iron head, iron block, old school as can old be. Old school <laughs> engine. Yep. But yep. holy crap is that thing that thing has proven itself so many times. Yep. Like yeah. it's an amazing engine. Um, like I don't have a 3800 anymore, but I've owned a uh, I've owned a lot of them. And like and honestly, like a, a few of my cars I have now, I would rather have a 3800 in it. Yeah. Like let's let's talk like the LTG. We sell parts for the LTG, but the 3800 <laughs> is a better engine. Oh man. It just Fair. is. Mm -hmm. Like I don't an American legend. It, it is well, heck yeah! It's an it's American absolutely legend, an Mike. American engine. You can go to any co coffee shop in the United States, and you mention thirty eight hundred V six, and everybody in there is going to get on their soapbox so, about how theirs or their brothers or their grandmas was yes. the yep. best car they've ever it had. It is. Yes. It is funny. So we were Over talking. About, yep, we were talking about uh, like six to, six degrees of separation theory. You know that you're like six people away from whomever, whoever it might be. Yep. I would say with the thirty eight hundred. It's about two. <laughs> yeah. Two degrees of separation. Yeah. You and two people between them, 
Uh-huh. Somebody's had a 3800, somebody's had a Grand Prix, somebody's had a Buick LaCrosse or Buick, oh, yeah. what, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they 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 don't really have <clears throat> anything bad to say about it. No. No. Yeah, the engines no. just powerhouses, honestly. And, and, oh, yeah. and then people will, will talk crap about the 4T65, but mm-hmm. like, let's be real. Like, we're asking a lot of that transmission. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, what? Out what, of a late 90s car. speed. I mean, with light mods, 400 plus foot pounds of torque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in so, a 4000 I mean, pound car. Like I don't really partake in the 4T65 jokes because I I honestly I don't really agree with them I very don't believe much. in like, them one bit. It's it's a really good tranny. You t- it, it makes 240 horsepower from mm-hmm. the factory and then we go and like darn near double it with just basic off the shelf parts. Yeah. And then it breaks, and then people are like, oh, 4T65. And then, 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 you know, like, no. I, I would say the F35 is worse. Yeah, F30, I mean, oh, I've yeah, had yeah. both. The oh, F35 is worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, a 65E in itself, like my personal. Codeth, I disagree. <laughs> Who? He said there wasn't a need to intercool an engine that already pushed the limits of the transaxle. Oh, yeah. So disagree. Before we jump off the intercooler, <laughs> I guess I was just going to say it is it from a tuning standpoint, a 3800 is a knock prone engine. It is mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how well you're modded, it wants to knock. Ethanol is good. As soon as you put an e, an intercooler on a 3800, I would say it's almost impossible to make the darn thing knock unless you're being really dumb with pulley and timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um or, you know, it just really makes the engine a lot happier. Um, but, yeah, back to the 65E. Um, all of our off-the-shelf parts and just... Taking care of it. Taking care of it. Yeah. yeah overheating preventative it. maintenance. I think it's the same situation mm-hmm. when when you bring up the, the car, the RX-7, and a rotary motor. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. rolls their eyes and says rotary motors suck. Mm-hmm. The, 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 that's not true at all. It's not true. It's the people that don't maintain that totally different engineered engine Completely. properly. Uh, yeah, it's there's yeah. nothing, nothing. Well, I mean, did you like, know you're supposed to flush your th- fluid every thirty thousand miles? Who ha- service? Like, who does? Like and, besides and, and, us, and every sixty-five yeah. e in the world has never had that has once. Two hundred k on it, yeah. <laughs> yep. and that fluid is black. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it stinks. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I personally love the, the the power delivery of the 65e, um, the gearing options GM gave us. Um, yeah, there's a ton. I what, mean, like from six or seven. From oh, oh and then so you can many. you can play around with final drives too with the differential if you wanted to. There's but, three different differential final drives, mm-hmm. and then there's what three different gear ratios because you you have the 292 and the you know the, you got the 292 gears, and then you got. 369. The, uh, 369 gears, and then you have the even 329s, uh, okay. and then you have three different differentials. To underdrive or overdrive. That's a lot of options. Yeah, it's a so, lot of options. GM offered 286, yep. 292, yep. 305, okay. 329, and <laughs> 342. then 342, you could create a 342, and then 369. Dang. Which, honestly, I have two favorites, and I'll say... <laughs> 369, way too much for anybody. Yeah. It is. Uh, NA guys. Yeah. NA guys, it's a fun gear. I'll let that aside. <laughs> if you were, if you. Who's if NA you, anymore, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to try to class race an NA Grand Prix, like in a drag strip, mm-hmm. okay. like Fair. a like 369 do, yeah. would be a great gear. Bracket. So, 
we have something. we yeah. have a 342 in our gt2 cam car and okay. I actually think the 342 is super nice because um, you get all the spice of the 369, but you're on the highway, and it's just that much less RPM, and what, it makes a difference. What's the cruise at on the highway? Um, you know, like 2,800. Oh, okay. All right, so it's mm-hmm. like a F35. Yeah. 2,500. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. It depends on the tire, too. Yeah. tire's super big. And, I mean, even our, our Grand Prix in the parking lot, it kind of gets drastic tire sizes. The winters are super small, and the summers are super big. Yeah, it's got those um, sweet ATS wheels on it. Yeah. 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 Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then again, at the same time, I, so I was going to say 342 is a good one, um, but I, I've i had a couple on my Regal, and the 292 is really good. If you have the the boost, if you have the, the power the turbo. in the yeah. converter, I, like I run a 3,000 stall converter in the turbo, <laughs> And it's just it's it's never busy. It's always just making yeah. power. Oh my gosh, drive! I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> Driving the moose, I I couldn't stop smiling. It's just torque all the time. It like the obviously the moose is a different level, but my uh, <clears throat> my sob really reminds me of it because it doesn't matter what gear I'm in. Yep. Six gear on the highway, and you always give it torque. like thirty five percent throttle. Torque all it, the time. Yeah, torque yep. all the time, mm-hmm. and that. I mean, just driving that moose around, it was... Yeah, Bo Bo handed me the keys to the moose on uh, Tail of the Dragon, and it was so nice just putting it in second gear and just going through the whole dragon. Yeah. In my Sonic, like, I'm like, okay, this turn, I got to grab second, but I got to half pedal it. (laughs) You know, most of the time I'm in third, but, like, those second gears were a pain in the butt. Like. Because you're like, like six grand up there. Yeah, like high, and it and it just lights the tires if you floor it. Yep. But like with the moose, it has such a wide power band, and you have that awesome torque converter. Like, yeah. you know, manuals are cool. Manuals are cool. They make more wheel horsepower, less parasitic losses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But damn, a torque converter is awesome. A good yeah. torque converter. Yeah, yeah. a good just, one. Yes. It'll liven up literally any car. Like, if it you have is, a Suburban at home and put a good yeah. converter in it, you're like, well. <laughs> it multiplies torque. torque. Yep. Like, that is the whole job. Like, it's amazing. Like, it, it, you can gain so much torque, and you can gain – I. I want to, it's kind of hard to say it because you're talking about like mile per hour and like RPM, but Mm -hmm. it lets you slip into the higher torque numbers at the lower speeds and you have power that that you won't have with a manual. That Mm -hmm. part throttle on a torque converter, a good torque converter is where it's really, (laughs) yes. Oh, this is fun. Just that. And like a 3,800 with our equalizer setup. Speaking of brother. Yeah. Speaking of. (laughs) So I got all of. All but one of our 3,800 crossovers up here, mm-hmm. and I wanted to run through because we've we've changed some stuff up in the last couple of years that you might not be familiar with. But we got a lot. We of got 30, a lot of options. We got six different crossovers if you wanted to try them all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is our tried and true old school stock ceramic coated crossover junkyard we buy them <laughs> yep. we coat them we sell them. this is you. a cool upgrade if you're just in there and you want to get a ceramic coated one in these love to rust out maybe yours is rusted out we have a hard time finding these anymore so we came out with our uh, stainless version our stainless version same deal St- stock style replacement mm-hmm. works with power logs and a stock or stock manifolds cool I thing mean- is it's quarter inch larger um, inside diameter than the stock one so in theory we are increasing exhaust flow from the front manifold and 
I don't if you've seen the photo on our website. Yeah, they you, color really nicely and match oh, the power logs. Yeah, if yeah. you if you clean it nicely before mm-hmm. it, you wipe know, it down with some WD forty. It'll be money and color. It'll, it'll look so good. So we've had these for a while. We said, why not? Why not give the boys? A ceramic coated version. Yep. So Tyler will probably be hitting the website with us next week. Yep. Um, this is our ZZ Performance um, larger diameter crossover. We just ceramic coated it like the old school one, so that you get the best of both worlds there. Um, again, what's what's cool about the uh, larger diameter is that the front bank does run hotter than the rear bank. Yeah. Oh, really? So like okay. increasing the flow with a power log in the larger diameter crossover pipe is going to reduce the chance of, yeah. of chipping your number three piston. Yeah, if you were to look oh, into the okay. inlet of this, this inlet matches the power log outlet, and then where this one does choke it down. So. Okay. Not that a chip piston ever stops 3,800. Yeah. <laughs> no. My all-time favorite in a project Alex yeah. and I worked on endlessly for probably what seems like a lifetime, but uh, paid off, is the equalizer. Now, Ooh. Got some, lot, got a lot going on here. This, yeah, right. I'm gonna need this. So, this is our equalizer crossover. This main job right here is to bring the front bank and the rear bank manifold together and equalize the exhaust pulses. When you equalize the exhaust pulses, you lose all of the 3800 rasp. All of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You Literally, it you from... can straight pipe it behind here, and it will just sound amazing. You Not that I recommend that, but the car that drives down the block with a broken muffler that you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. to like a Maserati. So what's I'm funny, not, I'm not it, it is very exotic sound for <laughs> 3800. We rant about how good our ATS-V exhaust sounds because it does sound amazing. It's the best on the market. And the V sounds incredible in itself. Yeah. But lately around the shop, we've been having a hard time when cars are idling outside and running and are driving around knowing if it's a 3800 or a V. Yeah. So if you literally want to make your 3800 sound like a $60,000 Cadillac, this is the way to do Pick it. Pick up one of those. Um, the only thing I would say, a lot of install technique here. Yeah. You're going to need patience with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will lead into the turbo kit as well. You know, we're packaging a lot through the brake booster underneath the throttle body. The key to making both of these parts fit is to not tighten this crossover piece up until you have everything bolted together intermediate pipe down pipe cat back you want them all loosely bolted together and then tighten this guy down because what happens is you put it in the car you tighten it down and it's like this mm-hmm. or and it's then, like this yeah. and then you can't get your the next piece in and uh-huh. then you'll wrestle it all night make a post on 3800 performance <laughs> i have to message you that's tell a, you to loosen the crossover and then it's all money so that's a good tip for any exhaust <laughs> you're putting yeah, in any car ever leave everything loose yep. Yep. yeah so we got a couple videos out there. This is a super cool product. It, um, what's cool is, too, is you're like, hey, Bo, that doesn't look like it flows very much exhaust. You could make that argument. But right before we went to the W-Body meet, we put this on Zoomer's Grand Prix, and it made 422 horsepower to the tire. On a blower. On an M90. <laughs> on a blower, yep. <laughs> With an out- like an 85-degree day or something? It was hot as balls that day. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty warm. Yep. Um, 11 and a half pounds of boost, 422 horsepower. Get you some of that equalizer. We we went from uh, like headers. On yeah, Zoom's we went car. from our inch and seven eight zoomy custom order two thousand dollar headers, which is not a good testament for those. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that, reverse it. But uh, um, yeah, we 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 did lose I think ten wheel or it was the the videos out on YouTube. We lost some power, but it wasn't enough. The, to there there is no. Yeah, the, like. The amount of power loss 
does not hold a candle to the the sound sound difference. And keep in mind that power is all about the the next restriction, mm-hmm. and that was making over four hundred wheel horsepower. Yeah. So you guys that are making like high two hundreds, <laughs> mid three hundreds, you're not gonna notice a difference. Yeah, like, it's exponential. With yes. Power. He means that with all the love in the world. Oh, I do. I mean, we've all been there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of power, this is where things get powerful. <laughs> Spicy. Z3 crossover. Super big bang for your buck budget kit right here. Um, obviously, T3 flange. You mount our 6262 precision on that. Comes with everything else, obviously. Um, but this is the magic maker right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend... Look at that friggin' weld. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. Um... I wonder, I, would recommend, per, I wonder if Perez welded that. Oh, <laughs> Anywho. I would recommend our front and rear power logs with this guy. Notice you will need a standard rear power log with this because we're still mounting the wastegate in the back. Um, this You cannot run a turbo power log with this. That would be our Statima crossover, which I unfortunately mm. don't have up here. The Statima has the gate on the crossover that recirculates it. Um, and it has a nice merge collector. To yeah, it's a turbo. lot prettier for sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, this is budget. This is You can get this turbo kit on your car for less than $3,000. I think with an intercooler fully options is $3,200. Yeah, you know, I and one thing I didn't realize, sorry, Mike, I keep <clears throat> cutting you off. Um, I shouldn't be talking. <laughs> but I didn't realize how close the Z3 kit is to, like, a entry-level yeah. Yeah. LSJ kit. Like, you can run it through the blower case if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to replace your exhaust manifolds. You can just so pop we that actually on offer and... a Z3 option without an intercooler even. Yeah, um, which all you get is just a little loop-de-doo pipe that brings the turbo outlet into the uh, whatever kind of intake manifold that you're running. Um, a lot of guys have run that pretty successfully on you know single-digit boost. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, if you had which an L, big. yeah. <clears throat> This, this kit makes, makes a lot. This is 400, 450 wheel horsepower capable kit. If you're going to specifically build a car for over 400 wheel, just get the Statima. Yeah, you're going to sure. run into back pressure issues with this. Yeah. Ask me how I know. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the, the merge collector crossover pipe, the larger turbo, like the, the Statima kit is definitely, I mean, we had a customer bring in a Monte Carlo years ago and it had ported heads, turbo cam, and our Statima kit, and it on E85, it made like 580 wheel, Ooh. Ooh. like wow, just off the shelf, nothing special. Damn. Like 3800s are ridiculous. That yeah. is insane. It's yeah. a lot of cubes. Like it, it just does a lot of work. Yeah. Those pistons are. Yeah. Uh, Noah was putting together a 3800 the other day, and he had the pistons on his bench, yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, he, he had the pistons on his bench, and I was looking at my one four pistons like, <laughs> you could yeah. fit three of these huh. in one of these. <laughs> Interesting. Z three kit. I would recommend pairing this with a set of sixty pound injectors and one nine rockers. Um, over my tuning years here at thirty eight or at ZZ Performance, I've really noticed um, our camshafts. Uh, I don't think pair very well with the Z three kit. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think due to the back pressure. Uh, we run into some boost control issues, and um, these things really, really shine on one nine rockers. If you're going to run an ST5 cam, don't get our smallest turbo kit. Yeah. Um, it, if you're going for the biggest cam, yeah, get the big turbo kit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and that's what you have in the Moose right now, right? Yeah. Is one nine rockers stock cam? So currently, I have no rockers in my oh, car because okay. I've got it back together for Tail of the Dragon last year. It's just a stock thirty eight hundred. 
Um, but yeah, I love the one nine rocker Z three kit combo. That's I've been both sides of the uh, valve train. Uh, you know, I've had the bigger cams uh, last year at Streetcar Takeover. Yep. Um, that's Made a lot of power. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then but it, it really pairs nice with one nine rockers. So uh, now that we're we're done covering this, Tim, I figure I'll ask you, what was your favorite setup on any of your thirty hundreds? Like car uh you know turbo supercharged what was what was like if you were to build another one today and had the budget what would you do it's he i can almost t- tell you his <laughs> holy crap word. dude you gotta warn me on this one <laughs> <laughs> and if um, you want to come back to it we can come back to it um bringing up bonneville um my bonneville was a full like budget budget build like m9 m90 car no okay. intercooler stock airbox, and it made 360 wheel Wow. It had um, our CNC Dang. ported heads, XBZ mm. cam, uh, Gen 5 blower, stock throttle body. Like, that was fun. Um, we did, I did, I did um, our torque converter testing on that. I tested from a 1500 stall Woo. to a, um, a 4500 stall converter in it. And holy crap, if you want to have more fun, just run more stall speed. Yeah. <laughs> The 1500 stall at 360 wheel, you could punch it from a dead stop and it would like, it would just take off and roll out like 30 feet and then annihilate the tires Uh, and then shift and then bog for the next (laughs) like 90 feet and then spin the tires again. So do not run a low stall converter. Um, but then when I had, and that was a 292 gear ratio car. And then, um, when I put the 4,000 in, I was like, holy crap. Like it doesn't matter what speed you're at. This thing is freaking, mm-hmm. it's it amazing. It flashes up and then yeah. it goes. Like 292 gears with like a 3,500 stall is freaking, it is so fun <laughs> because the gears are a little tall, but the converter doesn't lock it full throttle cause the clutches can't handle it. So you have like, uh, it okay. meshes all of it together. You don't run out of power band ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a lot of fun, um, but I would say the turbo kit wins. Yeah. Um, the I didn't have an equalizer back <laughs> then when I had the supercharger, and that would have like oh, sealed holy, the deal. Holy crap! I would yeah. have loved that. But um, I would say turbo kit, and I, and I can't do the Z3. I just can't. I know better. <laughs> I I don't know why you did because you know better. <laughs> I know. But, no, uh, it, you seriously. Like, it, it, the Z3 is a thing. If you're gonna daily. If you're gonna turbo your daily driver, yes. Yeah. If you're building a race car, get the Statima. Yeah. I say, like, pretty much a, a Statima turbo kit with a probably like an ST1 cam and 130 pound or 136 pound valve springs with the lightest valve train you can afford. Yeah. Is the winning combo. Like you can run that on stock gears. Like like Bo said, like stock converter. 292 gears 329 gears whatever gear you want that thing has too much power so like (laughs) a ton of fun yeah so i would say you know turbo wins for sure even though i loved my blower build too i mean i I love the sound of the xbc cam like yeah i that's one of the things that really i'd I'd still want to build a 3800 you know i haven't done it (laughs) but you know part of the allure is it came out in GM's penny-pinching days, and there are so many things you can do. Yes. I mean, cams, rockers, you're measuring push rods. Like, it, it feels like your childhood dream of reading Hot Rod magazine, yeah. and you're yep. like, because it, it is. It's a baby LS. 
It's mm-hmm. mechanical. Yeah, it's very... And GM did such a bad job at it yeah. that there are so many yeah. upgrades. So if you are into modifying your car, like the 3800 yeah. is the engine. Because now we, you know, all, almost all cars come with Brembo's. Like, you know, modern engine technology is way mm-hmm. more advanced. You've got crazy engine management. And just like the LSJ, the 3800 computer is simple. Yep. yep. You got mechanical boost control. Like, it, there's just there's not much to interfere with that sense of like what we really get out of being a car guy. Yeah, yeah. you it's definitely raw. feel way more connected uh-huh. to yes. the car when the ECM's It's a freaking throttle cable, man. Cable, yeah, cable throttle, throttle baby. Throttle, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Only. Like, I can't yeah. believe working here at ZZP, I'm always wanting to grab the throttle body when we're under the hood, you know? Oh, and like, no. it's, 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 yeah. I mean, you can if you get a power probe. Just yeah. stick it in there and get <laughs> it. Even some... Series 3 cars, you know, we're like, oh, what's that noise? And I'm like, uh, uh, no. I, it's not right there. <laughs> I mean, it's it's frustrating. Like, I love my Sonic. Like, everybody's heard me rant about how much I love the Sonic. But, like, you do have to learn how to drive a new generation oh, yeah. GM You vehicle. have to drive around the ECM's faults. Yes. Yep. So, what you have to do with the Sonic is you hit the gas, and then you let the clutch out. Yep. Like, yeah. and when you're shifting fast, you hit the gas, and then you let the clutch out. Mm-hmm. It's not like hit the gas and let the clutch at the same time because there's that darn delay. Like there is a note. It's got to be a, it's just analog versus digital. It's yeah. got to be a half a second delay and it's really frustrating. Yeah. And it like, is. and like when you're driving one and you notice that every time you shift a gear, you're like, everybody's heads jolting in the car. Do what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Gas, then clutch gas and clutch mm-hmm. and then and then you bec- and then you can be smooth yeah. but like a 3800 which um i saw somebody mention you can manual tranny a 3800 yeah um, people yeah, use the true. f23 um and and the f23 is actually a pretty strong transmission so it works fairly well um you can't drive like terrell though <laughs> you actually have to learn how to drive a manual and then and then it works really well like, Josh fired. <laughs> he's, pow, just, pow. he's just used to driving automatic transmissions. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a different oh, world. Oh. Video is so funny. So oh. I don't think I would have to be very bored with my Regal to complete the uh, the any kind of manual conversion. I'd be very bored and like done racing it. Yeah. Because I think putting a manual transmission in the car, it's going to be a second quarter in the. It's going to be a second slower in the quarter. It's going to be a second slower on every autocross track I go to. Mm -hmm. And um, there's no way a manual is an upgrade in any way, shape, or form over the 65E other than looking cool. Other than you're driving. And yeah, yeah, just some highway races. Or or if you you legit want to do like 160 mile an hour in a 3800. Because the 4T65E will not do do that. And if you get our 1.0 PCM anymore, I don't even let it do that because if you shift into fourth gear at wide open throttle, you're going to need fourth gear. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have a three speed. All right. Where does yeah. it shift into fourth at? Uh, like a two. Well, a save in 329s in Bill Kish car, it's 142 miles an Ooh. hour. <laughs> yeah, you don't need fourth. You don't need fourth. She moves. Ask me how I know where Bill Kish is. <laughs> 
That was like the day I said, all right, nobody is. <laughs> <laughs> Changed your policy on the 1.0s at that I say, point. I, I saw Bill Kish in here. Yeah, Bill was in here. He has some pretty exciting news that uh, he, he picked up some parts. Yeah, here you go. Oh, yeah. Last week or so. Bill Kish got some bling bling for that thing. He certainly did. Some, I'm a little know. sad. We're not going to see him at uh, SCT this year. Well, now he's got some new parts. He might he might get a little hair up his butt. Get the new trains <laughs> in the car. And get the aluminum. the Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh daniel uh you said the nic nic cam is amazing uh the backstory on this which if uh if matt is listening he can chime in um the nic cam was designed by matt meekoff here he designed it for his centrifugal supercharge grand prix uh back uh, in the day it was okay. a max effort drag car like and he was like this is gonna be a ridiculous drag cam and then it just never ended up in his centrifugal car. And we ended up throwing it in um, House's old uh, GTP, and it worked amazing. One cool thing about the 3800, uh, Steve Hickman hmm. overlapped like three different cars, dyno sheets that all had vastly different camshafts. Mm -hmm. And like the, the 3800 doesn't really care. The power curves were nearly identical. <laughs> They're nearly identical <laughs> between the NIC the xpz and the xp cam okay just, and since it's just like more air thanks yeah what, what, <laughs> and, and here's some more information for you 3800 guys like 3800s the head provisions like it doesn't let you run the valve spring that we need in a 3800 yeah. unless you have infinite budget and you like have some titanium valves and, yeah and like what in like a lot of custom work so my vote is don't go XPZ. Um, go with more of like an NIC or an XP cam because the the more conservative cam profile is easier on the valve springs. Yeah, less stress on the valve springs. Mm -hmm. Less, less. Um, you know, it's not going to want to float. It's just... Yes. So the Comp 136 is the best spring, which I don't even know why we call it that because it's over that. It's like it's like 145 pounds or something. Yeah, it does test over that. So like I, I don't know where the 136 came from, but um, the 136 pound comp spring is the best spring we sell for the 3800. And pretty much anybody that runs any aftermarket camshaft should run it. Yeah. However, to run it, you have to run something other than the OEM timing chain. Mm -hmm. um, True. That will for shatter. Now. For now. For, now. for now, we're we're always working on things, even for <laughs> the old 3800 platform. We're still working on stuff. But um, you do have to run an upgraded timing chain setup, let's say. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's got to be upgraded in some form or fashion. Either the Rollmaster or the, the dampener that we're working on in-house that's going to be amazing. Um, and run that in any aftermarket cam. Don't over-cam the car. Um, you could put an NIC cam in it and rev that thing to seven grand, or you could put an XPZ in it and have to shift it 6,500 because you don't have enough valve spring for that aggressive profile. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, even, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I use Bill Kishin as an example often, but you know, is as far as real world testing and what he, he's one of the best. And, um, we were at streetcar takeover last year and, He's got a baller valve train like Tim was talking about. He's got the titanium valves. He's got the big springs. Mm -hmm. He's done all of it. What you know? He's done all of his homework. He's got the cylinder head optimized, and he's like, "Let's rev it." And we start revving it. We start revving it. And he's like, "It doesn't feel good." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's shorten it." 
<laughs> so, you know, we, we went to the 6600, the 6500, the 6400, and, you know, he's got an XP cam with the most baller valve train ever, but we still end up shifting it at 6250. That's just where it likes to be. Yep. It's just, you know, we're just using the average power to our advantage, you know. Yeah. We're we, revving it higher is cool, but, you know, if we want to use the, you know, what am I trying to say? Uh, most power. The, the most average power. Like, yeah. you need to dyno the car. You need to do a dyno pull from, from you know, 3,000 RPM to, depending on the cam, um, 6,500 or maybe 7,000 yeah. RPM mm-hmm. and see what the curve looks like. And then you have to look at that and be like, okay, um, when I shift the car, it drops to here. Yeah. Uh-huh. What gives me the most average power? Where can we set our gear ratio in this power curve mm-hmm. and we'll yes. use that. Yeah. So you use your dyno curve to determine your shift point because... You shift over your peak power. Yes, it feels funny, but you shift over the peak power to where so when it drops, up. it matches where you shift. You know what's wild? Uh, my turbo car um, on a stock cam, 1.9 rockers or not, I'm shifting that thing at like 5,600 RPM. Dang. Mine was 50, 5,900 with the ST1 cam. So, yeah, I, I agree. It's It just feels good there. It yeah. just yep. grabs the gear. It changes, and it's still pulling. It pulls through the gear. It doesn't fall over, and then, oh, we're shifting. Oh, we'll go again. It's just mm-hmm. like, boom, right through the gear. Yeah, you just get a quick clap. And, you know, yeah. and I always watch this, you know, a lot of airflow stuff in the in the scans and make sure I'm shifting it appropriately. But, you know, and it's I could, literally am shifting it at like 5,600 RPM, which people would think is absolutely insane. <laughs> Here I am wanting to rev AK out of LSJ. <laughs> yep. Or you know, just I mean, a lot of it is based on your converter slip too. Like if you have a thirty-five hundred stall, then yeah, shifted at fifty-six hundred, it's not gonna drop very much. Yeah, that's what I ran in my Grand Prix. Shifted at like fifty-eight, fifty-nine hundred, but I had a three thousand stall, so it was fine. Notice Bill Kish's um, fuel pump comment there. Ah. Um, Hmm. Daniel Anderson, uh, VS Cam. Wonder if I should have went to an XP. I, I say no. Um, the gains from a VS to an XP are minimal. Mm-hmm. We're talking like less than 10 horsepower. And like I said, your VS cam will probably over rev an XP. Um, where you shift it, watch your boost. When uh, a 3800 yeah. starts to valve flow or an LSJ in Tyler's sense, the, um, the, the mm-hmm. boost will increase. And the reason why is because a supercharger is mechanically driven. Oh, yeah. And you can so, see it in the scans. It'll go boop. Yep, right at the and end. And as soon in uh, like a turbo car, you can't see it, so it's it's harder to determine a turbo car is valve floating. But with a supercharged car, it's mechanically driven. So as soon as you see that boost start to go up, that means you're starting to valve flow, and those valves are not opening and closing appropriately to flow. Yeah. So um, scan the car, see where the boost kind of just seems to take off, and then you know shift around there because valve float's bad. And then, um, you know, uh, if you're not running a valve spring, put more valve spring in it, and then you can rev it out more. Uh, sinful, if <clears throat> worst comes to worst, we can always just drop your cat back for a scan. I know we were talking about that last year. Um, it's going to be loud and obnoxious, but we could always drop your cat back for a scan and see if anything improves. Yeah. Shoot yeah. me an email, by the way. I've been thinking about you, brother. Let me know when you get the car out this year. Uh, Hyphy T1. Turn converters are off the website because they're currently going through a revision. Um, so we're working on those, uh, trying to make them better than ever. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, we don't have any available right now. But um, they'll be back. They'll be back. And we, uh, I'd like to go back. We use Bill Kish as kind of like a benchmark 
for customer stuff because Bill Kish is out there at the track with yes. us doing race car yeah. stuff. Last yeah. year, Cartago, he's like, man, where is everybody? I'm like, I don't know, man. You're like, you are. You're everybody. Yeah. I don't know. And two of our best customers are in here right now, Bill Kish and Brad Keys. Yep. They were the two. There, there were a couple other customers, but they were yep. two of the guys that are there out uh, here supporting us. And, and we always say it. We love to see it everybody like whether you think we're a big company small company whatever mm-hmm. we are a bunch of car dudes want to hang out with car dudes mm-hmm. we want to see people have fun with their cars with our parts like there's it's so simple we just want to be out there but bo and i have been ranting and raving the last week because it's been decent out and we're like oh yeah we're ready, <laughs> ready we're ready go. we need the cars out it like People show up. So yes. much better. And it does don't get caught up on this whole I'm stock turbo or stock supercharger. Just or go in. out who cares? And drive yeah. the car. Yeah. Yeah. Come well out even and like fun. last year, uh Tyler Starks and Bryce Johnson, shout out to you guys. They were out they brought their turbo car out. Um yep. they didn't feel like racing it, which mm-hmm. I was trying to get them to all weekend, but they <laughs> you know, they had the hood popped, they're kicking it in the pits, yeah. you know. Hey, come on out. Even you know, he I he had just had the car together. We tuned it there in the parking yeah. lot. We're just, yeah, just, just eleven eight, just eleven PM. Yeah, just <laughs> eleven PM tuning a turbo car with no exhaust on it. You know, whatever. I'm walking around like, with a Miller Light, uh, and I'm like, "Where the heck is Bo? Oh, there he is!" Yeah. Like one of the soapboxes we get up on is like the YouTube bills and stuff, and I feel like it just keeps on pushing our customers away from into being, hiding because they're yeah. scared. Yeah. yeah, like your car doesn't need to make four digits, dude. Just come out and drive the car. Hang out with us. Or just see what we're doing. Get yeah. familiar with the process. We go, we go to a lot of events. <laughs> a lot. During the summer. Like, yeah. you know, we all would love to go to more. But yeah. if you think about it, we do go to a lot of things. And so get out there. Come see us. We we love yeah. to see you guys. Yeah, we, we love to hear stories as well as tell stories. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It's, it's, you like, know, come, come to 131 out. and like Mike said, he'll get a dog in you. He'll get you a, <laughs> <laughs> get you a glizzy. You know, at the end of the day, we're real people. We're doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, we were all in your shoes at one point, literally. And, uh, you yeah. know, more than happy to help you. Um, you know, especially even this year at Streetcar Takeover, uh, we're striving to have more cars than ever there. Um, maybe yeah. not even racing, but just there have for, a fleet. for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, you know, we're honestly this year, our, our, our kind of plans is for. There's a street car takeover car show too, but you know what? We're just gonna have our own car show in the pits. Yep. So, We're just gonna yeah. have a GM yeah. late model. Come by <laughs> this. This car should street be... car takeovers be like? Where's everybody at? Why are they all down there at those tents? <laughs> Why are they <laughs> looking at that Pontiac, <laughs> Chevy, those dang Grand Prix down there? <laughs> um, this year's street car takeover should be the best year ever because yeah. we have a lot of plans for racing a lot of cars there. Like this should be the most easy cars racing. We might, we might racing. not have enough people for cars. I, that, yeah, that's we might have to actually make some trips. Just at lunch today, I was like, "Hey, Mike, you think you can drive something for me?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Like we're, we're, you know, I don't know. Our Gen Two cruise should be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm kind of hoping to have a few ATSVs there, at yeah. least two. Yeah. Um, you know, Bo will always be there. Um, I'll be there. Yep. Well, the Camaro needs some time. So well, we're talking. Yeah, about we were it. we were just talking about you know Camaro, Sonic. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Why not bring both? Porque no los dos. <laughs> Probably. And it's super accessible because they have roll racing. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to worry, Cobalt guys. I know this is a 3800 chat, but Cobalt guys, you can roll race, and you yep. don't have to worry about destroying yes. your F35. Yep. Or even. Mm-hmm. 
or even 3,800 guys, that applies to them too. I mean, you know, you're worried about maybe you don't have a tire, worried about maybe I don't know how to launch, I don't know how to stage. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Roll racing is literally you go out, line up next to a car, and just floor it like you would on the street. <laughs> yeah. But it's all legal, and, every, you know, it's fun. So Yeah. Um, and you don't got to worry about all the stuff on the street, the potholes and, you know, yeah. the people. And the yeah. police. And the, and the police. Yeah. There's just uh, a wall in a car. Hegdal. Um, something one seven four question like off page. He was asking about the GT one cam and like a, a high ratio rocker. Um, I would only run a one seven rocker like max on a GT one cam, but like like my rant, like I said in my rant, um, I mean don't obsess over the valve lift. Don't obsess over making that cam profile more aggressive. So because you have to have the valve train to support it. A GT one cam is a a great cam. Yeah, and then it's a great cam, but then you're overcomplicating it and doing things like, well, let me stack rockers on it, when instead you could just get the GT2 cam yeah. that's going to have the lift you're looking for on a stock rocker. It's going to idle like a boss, mm -hmm. and it's going to rev better <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you're looking for. So just get the GT2. Don't stack rockers on a GT1 and try and be You could weird. run a 1.7 if you're running a 136-pound spring. But yeah, I, somebody, I do agree. Somebody up top also asked, uh, "What's the best series 3800?" That's a good one. Mm, Ooh, good. Okay. What a question! I don't even know what a series one is. They might as well not have made it. A series one <laughs> is so. Man. A series one is so unrelated. No, we're not making parts for it. No, it's so unrelated that let's not even talk about that. Uh, I will say, <clears throat> the valve covers fit. That's it. I know that. I had one guy, I was live chatting one day, and he's like, yeah, I bought them, and they fit. And I'm like, cool. cool. He's like, do you have anything else? I'm like, no. no. Uh, the, like, I'll... I there are very minimal differences between a Series 2 and 3. Yeah. Uh, the rods are completely different, mm -hmm. but not necessarily any better. The powdered rod out of the, out of the Series 3 is not better than a Series 2 rod. It's more of it's it's a more affordable process, so it's a cheaper rod that you could still buy new. Um, but the series three NA rod is total horse s garbage. So <laughs> actually, like, this is good. Let's. I, I like where this is going. So don't don't so run that. We have many engine families. We have the L twenty six engine yep. names. I should say L twenty six series three naturally aspirated. It is the weakest. Most useless engine of this 3800 family. Because of the rod. Because of the rod. Right right above that, we have the L36. This is all Series 2 naturally aspirated stuff. Killer bottom end for a blower car. Yep. It's, it's a 9.5 to 1 compression. Pretty Ooh. stout rod. Pretty good. If you're gonna If you're going to put together a blower car, whether it's a GTP or anything, it's a good engine to top swap. Above that, oh, hi, Steve. we got the L67. That would be the Series 2 supercharged engine. By far the best, most popular engine. Um, that is the... Ooh. Oh, ah, look nice. At that. Look I at saw Steve. The Steve is bearing gifts. Yeah. So, Pardon I'll finish my sentence. Yeah. <laughs> L32 is the Series 3 that Tim was talking about with the powdered metal rod. Um, had a barely bigger valve. The best thing that came with the L32 was the Gen 5 blower. Yep. Um, we like to yeah. rob that and put it on all of our Series 2s. This right here. Little 
fresh out of the mill. Like little greens. Like, like an hour ago. Might yeah, still like, be warm. I, I saw Steve yeah. making these on the way up <laughs> to the. <laughs> so <clears throat> this is a timing chain guide that uh, we've kind of brought over from our Ecotech family of engines. Um, we've been running this material in our Ecotech timing chain guides, and it's basically solved every issue that timing chain guides ever thought of having. Yep. yep. So sweet. we've sold hundreds of them. They're going really well. They, you can one? literally pull this out of a third, uh, sorry, out of an Ecotech after 10,000 miles and it will have no wear on it. It looks it's just nice. like that. And if you can't see what I'm holding, it's a shoe. It's, it's what the chain would ride on. And this is specifically cut for a 3,800 tensioner. For a double roller, even it's extra wide too. So yeah, <laughs> Zoom's wheels are always be turning. Let me hold her up here, right in front of Steve. Oh, 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 oh. all it's, right, it's I got guys. Okay, thanks, Steve. <laughs> so Zoom's wheels are always turning. He says, "Hey man, this stuff's going so well. Mm-hmm. Stock our, one breaks all the time in our EcoTech. What do we got to do to make a thirty-eight hundred one? Yep. So you know, we make one. We have it in three different cars right now. Um, it's been doing good." And then Zoom also says, well, we haven't ever been able to run a timing tensioner on a double roller. Ah. I kind of want to run. I, I kind of want to try Let's that. Let's do that. So we might have a timing tensioner coming out for the double roller. Mm-hmm. It's only been 20 years in the making. <laughs> and then we might <laughs> also have time, a you know? super baller single timing set that you. The theory is with this timing tensioner shoe right here. You can put this on your stock timing chain and run a 136 pound spring. That is the theory behind this shoe. Um, because if if you were to put a 136 pound spring on a stock timing set, it's not gonna break the chain, it's gonna break the tensioner. tensioner yeah. So this is hopefully our fix. We got a car, a couple cars on 136 pound springs with this tensioner right now. Um, and then, you know, obviously this one's extra wide for the double roller. So we're going to get one on a double roller now that this is my hand, probably hopefully Monday. (laughs) Um, But yeah, other thing is that I'm just going to put in your guys' brains is we don't have 3,800 lifter trays anymore. And this material seems super low friction, super anti-resistance to wear. Um, You might be seeing some some lifter trays in the future. It's pretty phenomenal. Like like you mentioned, pull it out of an engine after 10,000 miles. And he's not kidding. We... We had one of these, our original Ecotech tester, in our shop HHR, and took it out of the engine, sprayed it down with brake clean, and it looked. You could still identical. see machine marks. Yeah, on it. you you can almost always see machine marks in it over anything else. Which yep. is after ten thousand miles, incredible. You know, thousands of RPM mm-hmm. every minute of every day. It's it's a pretty incredible material. So the fact that we are taking that. We're moving it into other platforms. Uh, you know, we've used it in our supercharger couplers for years, yep. a uh, decade. I was cutting those every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so not only 3800, but we might have some other platforms. We do. Getting some stuff doing as well. Some, doing some stuff. But, yep. yep. So, yeah. yeah. That actually crossed off two teases perfectly on my list. There and I go. have the last tease of the... Which is perfect in line with 10 minutes to go before we wrap up to what everybody's doing. That's what do we got? Good timing. Hey! Good timing, <laughs> Jesus. Mike, guy. you're fired. I'm very old. Um. Um, <laughs> control arms. We did. Zoom put out a post, if you didn't see it, on Facebook, 3800 Performance Page. What you guys need? A lot of guys saying, hey, we just want them tubular control arms. Oh, Fair. yeah? Fair. Yeah. Um, you know, 
stock units. So. We have some around. We I we've used them in certain applications. It's hard for for us to get them through our fab process, unfortunately. Well, um, and the product has like a lot of pluses, but a lot of minuses as well. Thanks, like, Tim. You took the words out of my mouth. It's got a lot of downsides that you guys don't know. Yeah. That you, you like. They're race-oriented control arms. Yeah, I think not you're going to spend friendly. $600 on a set of control arms. Yeah. You're going to put them in your car and maybe not like them. So we have some ideas of bringing in uh, a control arm that's going to solve a lot of the 3800 suspension issues while being at a super killer price point and not stamp steel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Randy is our suspension guru. <laughs> I just bolt this stuff together. I, I and try. Go but... fast, but... He's got maths and stuff involved, <laughs> um, you know, because ideally everybody knows as soon as you lower 3,800, the control arms point to the sky. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've run. That's it, not good. We're running into tire wear on that's the Regal. Not that's tire not, wear is uh, weird. Bump steer is a problem. It's it's no good for anything. Caster bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, caster bad. Yeah, your roll center gets all out of whack, and then <clears throat> the you're you're fighting those negatives with the positives that you're yeah. gaining from the lowering yeah yeah so it's almost like the car wasn't designed Weird. to be four inches lower every a, a friggin <laughs> grand prix or a regal that's six <laughs> inches lower not you're not um, but like even like 30 the 3800 you know being our first platform ever we are still every day yeah every week this stuff r&d meeting making cool we're stuff. talking about Freaking Grand Prix. Every <laughs> time. In 2024. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I I want a 3800 still. I'm still trying so hard it's... to get myself a PAU that's like I just want good condition. A clean, yeah. I want uh, a clean two-door Grand Prix, long... but Mike, they're all $8,000. Mike, how long have you had that PAU? Little Sabre. Oh, he's got a little Sabre. Oh, a little, little Sabre? Sabre? Yeah. How long have you had that thing? Jeez. I've How seen it. Like 70... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it, you and it's been like old building time ago. No, no, no. Not that one. I picked oh. up another one last year. A different one. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. That one's been gone for a while. <laughs> I told him if he pulled the engine and brought it to ZZP, I'd tops off it for free. <laughs> and we got H-body <laughs> coilovers. And we have H-body coilovers. I'm still coils. waiting yep. on yep. three years later. Yep. All right. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> no, we don't want that. We just, <laughs> we just want the real heart of the beast. That 3,800. Just um, bring the engine. We don't want the car. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to grab Craig. Uh, you have an O2 Regal? A set of ZZP coilovers? A set of progressive bump stops on those coilovers? And that's really all you need. Maybe a rear strut tower brace? Um but yeah, you you should not be discouraged by having a Regal. This man over here has one of the best Regals I've ever seen. Yeah. So Regal is better than a Grand Prix. Don't forget about that rear sway bar. That thing is oh, crucial. and the monster rear sway bar. So yeah, if you didn't know, Regal Grand Prix literally sit on the same frame and chassis. I, I should say W body. Um, but the Regal build quality is it's better. So you got that <laughs> yeah. Regal, you're doing good, brother. Don't worry, it ain't a Grand mm -hmm. Prix. All the same parts fit. Um, Start with the coilovers. That's going to take away all that regal boatiness for you. All of it. And you're going to be like, oh, this car is kind of fun to drive. And then after that, put the rear sway bar in. Put the rear strut bar in. Um, and just go from there. Trailing arms, don't forget about those. And then just work your way to the yeah, front. Because they're probably rusted out. I mean, yeah. one, of the, one of the best suspension bits you can do for those cars is that uh, subframe swap too, right? 
Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, that the aluminum cradle from the Monte so Carlo much work. So, It's a yeah. lot of work, but it's, um, but it's like per, it's per like smile, twenty five yeah. pounds or something off yeah. the front, which that car is already pretty front bias, weight bias. So yeah. it is a pretty significant upgrade. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, if you're drag racing, you know, front weight is okay. You know, it's your drive tires. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to turn corners, like yeah, you know, yeah, it's an easy way to get some weight off the front. Uh huh. Captain Slow, yeah. Hit us with those Mr. questions Matt. before we wrap this Bonneville, up, boys. For sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. SS- and SSEI and Pearl White mm. still to this day. Hold oh, on. man. You, I, I will say, you see especially the last-gen Bonneville today. They're pretty rare. But if you see one rolling around and it's clear, it's clean and it's not like this down the road, <laughs> uh, it's it's good. good like, car. it holds up. Those have airbags in the back? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. H-bodies Ooh, all have the airbags. Look at that question. What a good question. Oh, yeah? Gosh, it's like these guys read our minds. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or we maybe were, we read theirs. <laughs> we were literally talking this morning about So this. I've been test fitting Pillar Pods this week. Um, sorry, not Pillar Pods. Some other pods. Other pods, yeah. The biggest thing with fitting uh, Regal Pods is 03, 04 use a different pillar than 97 through 02 do. So ideally, we'd have to have two. Not a huge deal. Yeah. But, eh. We gotta see and, some demand for yeah, making those. Demand two and also we don't like to make products that just look like it's bolted on. Dropped in, yeah. like you copy pasted it. I don't know. So it, we've been playing with some vent pod stuff. Um we've been playing with some other ideas of uh, maybe on the column. Mm-hmm. Let us know where you want to see a gauge. There's not a ton of places in a regal. Yeah. Yeah. But it is on our mind actively. We're like we're literally <laughs> I mean, we, on we it. talk every morning. <laughs> Randy, about it, I feel like. Randy made a gauge pod for my uh, 2011 plus Regal. I did. So, yeah. Yeah. made a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, I want to not... grab a, a couple uh, Cobalt related questions. Somebody said, any new cool stuff coming out for the LNF? Uh, if you didn't see, we now have the LNF size control arms, yep. uh, the 25s on the website. That is our product that is made by us. Uh, so we will have consistent stock, and we will know that those ball joints are always yeah. the right size. So that's exciting, at least to me. Uh, <laughs> I want to hit Optimized Gaming. And then we have a couple other products that are coming down the pipeline. Sorry, uh, some might be cast. Here. That's okay. I was going to hit them <laughs> too, so okay. go ahead. Yep. Um, I think I'm, uh, any lowered delta chassis needs steering rack spacers rack spacers and a rotated mount yep, yep. both the, the, the rotated mount should it, have been it does the it's, factory. it's not like hey ZZP springs need it yyz's don't hey ZZP coilovers need it if you're lowering the car rack spacers rotated rear mount yep mm-hmm. like even yyz's which are like the highest of springs yeah they're like yeah just you a should, little bit you should really and you know same for uh w bodies you need those lower lower motor and trans mount spacers and the shorter dog bones mm-hmm. and you will eliminate all that axle wobble mm-hmm. yep well, boys, we got one minute. What are what are we doing this weekend? <clears throat> I'll start. I'm for real going to put the lift. <laughs> going to put the lift on the Buick this weekend. I'll believe it when I see it. Cool. I'm gonna try. The other weekend I started and I walked outside and it was 18 degrees and I was like, mm, no, I'm gonna so, go jump on the racing sim instead. Project. <laughs> Encore pre-runner is in the <laughs> works. <laughs> hey, pre-runner, break another one of Randy's cars. Pre-runner invasion is May 10th. You better be it. there. I saw you liked it. I'm gonna be there. Just we can tow you literally all the way through the dunes with Tim's truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't yeah, need it. 
The I agree you won't need it. <laughs> Maybe you might have to tow the F-150 through there. I mean, that's, <laughs> probably will. that's literally why I sold all my four-wheel drive vehicles is I was tired of getting Tim home when his broke. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, that's legitimate. No, I'm doing the, I'm doing the Buick lift. I'm going to wake myself up and make me do it tomorrow. Nice. I like nice. it. Nice. Cool. And I'm going to do some little nitpicky me weird stuff to the engine bay on the Sonic because... That is going to be making its way back to uh, the shop to get a new heart and uh, transmission here in a couple weeks. And maybe a different turbo. Maybe a different turbo. Maybe. Or few. So we're going to have another broke Sonic out back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Listen, hey, mine is working. Mine is working right now. manages this place anyway? <laughs> mine but is. That, can't wait. And it's just an 8K. Can't wait. Yep. I, I hit a 81.85. That's not 8192 at all. What's your highest? Uh 8187 I think. Oh, you son of a yeah, you're not going to be five RPM. <laughs> off and then of it gave every U code and ECM could throw. You're not gonna, you're not going to be him unfortunately. <laughs> 8185 I hit 8185. That's, 8, good, though. that's like, good. Hell like yeah, it. brother. That's yeah. close as Love shit. Love to hear it. Yeah, and I, even better. The car ran afterwards. Yes. It kept yes. on driving and that's like, Excited. Short rant on the one four. Like my car was, you know, it made three thirty one, and that's awesome. It's a street car that I could drive every day. But as soon as I started doing that, it started breaking a lot. Mm -hmm. No surprise. This is ZZP from day one. You take this car, you want to go fast. You turn it up to eleven, and it breaks a lot. Yep. You make parts to make eleven okay, and you can go to twelve, <laughs> and then it breaks, and then you make parts. Well, um, we're gonna have a rocker guard that Tim Cooling here uh, designed, and it works because I I shifted my car at over eight grand a few times with a really yeah. small turbo, yep. and it's hey. uh, and it's holding together, so that's cool. There might be some so shiny spots proof. on the rocker guard. Yes, it is proof. Not we fully, are, but on its way. Yeah. We'll, we'll we are see. making. We are making. Tim Beak proof uh, parts for the one four. Yep. Damn it. Damn it. Man. I just I just gotta say, damn it, because my Regal does so good when his car breaks. Yep. <laughs> Every time we're at an event, his car breaks. You might as well just consider me up one in the whole, and then I'm up one, which is first. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll I can keep it, it together this yeah, year. We'll see yeah. We'll see at the uh, the roundy round track this year. But, uh, we'll we'll have a friggin' Sonic. Sonic, Cobalt, Regal. I'm Juice. I can't and I'm wait. I'm gonna be in last. I can't it'll be wait. Okay. It's I'm okay. Have a great time. <laughs> I can't wait to have Randy like making some serious numbers. Like, it's, it's I have good. a goal of three fifty wheel, three fifty <laughs> wheel on a Z04. That mm. is the goal. Sorry, swear jar. It was at the end of the show, so we're all right. <laughs> That's my goal. Randy's car is going to surpass that pretty easily, and I'm I'm pretty excited about I, it. I will say, you know, I've I've driven many many revisions of the Sonic at different power levels. Mm -hmm. The 400 to 420 range was my absolute favorite because it was still simple enough mm -hmm. and. Didn't we, you know, now we go to the track with Sonic and it's a whole rigmarole of yeah. setting the car up and making sure it's all perfect. And like, yeah, it goes fast. But yeah. like the 11, 4, 11, 5, 11, 6 range yeah. where Al and I could take it to the track and the only thing we could bust was an axle mm -hmm. and I could change it in four and a half minutes. <laughs> that power level. With this tiny little hammer. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That power level was perfect. So yep. if we can get that little one four there, I think. Yeah. 
like, a lot I of think, people are going to be happy. Yeah, I think if we get to like the high 300s, low 400s, yep. that will be a very happy car. And to, it won't be a prima donna like our drag song. And let's be real. 375 to 425 is where every single one of our platforms sits so happily. Yep. So yeah. happily. Besides you know, the ATSV. You know, if yeah. we can get Randy's car to like 375, 400, maybe he'll keep up with us at Tale of the Dragon. <laughs> no. I won't. No. Because I he have value for it. my life. <laughs> that is such I an have easy a beautiful excuse. wife and three dogs, and these two have nothing to live for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have the same thing, all right? We have beautiful wives and dogs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you don't drive like it. <laughs> Anyway, what are you doing, Tyler? Uh, So we're going to a concert tonight at the Pyramid Scheme, and then tomorrow we got... Seven Dust? No, no. At the Pyramid Scheme? The the stage is as big as this room. That's it. Um, And they're they're in Grand Rapids tonight. Oh, are they? That would be a cool show. Um, But we're doing that uh, tomorrow. If it's nice out, I would love to get out in the garage. Uh, I got some tiddly bits that I want to do on the, the Saab. Uh, I was thinking about installing the intercooler, but I think mm. I want to powder coat the charge pipes because they're silver, and I'm not a big silver fan. Well, they're polished. Yeah, they're polished. They're not silver like the car. No. Um, so I think I'm going to wait, get those powder coated. Uh, wedding shower for one of Erica's friends, and then Sunday uh, might go see my new niece over in Grand Blanc. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. What about you, Tim? Drive to survive. Oh yeah, hang out with the wife, yeah. like you know, my wife. Sorry, I can't say the wife. Um, <laughs> drive to survive, you know, have some drinks. Like we've been really busy, yeah. so like yeah. it's going to be nice to have a chill weekend yeah, this weekend. Yeah, so <laughs> he's been out of the country a few times. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing, Randy? Well, besides lowering or uh, raising, I'm sorry. Like I just, I just think <laughs> no. Nah, Tim's drunk. We're going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bo. What are Tesla, we doing? drive me home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, <clears throat> I'm actually. Uh, well, I'm, I my old Ford's been needing some love, and uh, they usually do. Doing some ball joints on that. Not excited, but you know. Yeah. That prevents doing some ball joints on that, and then. Um, these you people know? have no idea what Ford. Tell them, tell them about the Ford. So I got an, a 1997 Ford F350. Mm-hmm. 460 big block. Shoot. Woo! Love it. Talk about cubes. 7.5 liters of oh, 240 Woo! horsepower. 240 horsepower. Yeah. Oh, full of white boy my, wings. My, 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 <laughs> my dad bought it back in like 99 and it's been in the family for years. Yeah. It's got, it's, it's got, a good truck. That's awesome. yeah. it's got 116,000 original miles on it. And I think when we got it, it was sub 30,000 miles. So it's been, an, it's been around a long time. It's all original. It's very rusty, very trusty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, so putting a little love into that, that I've been meaning to do. And I'm mainly doing that this weekend because Regal's going to consume my life for a while here soon. So just getting that out of the way. Um, <clears throat> other than that, NASCAR is fired up. We're in Atlanta this weekend, <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's a NASCAR. Love to hear. So, you know, a little working on the Ford Big Block, a little NASCAR. You know. <laughs> it's so funny, you and I. Like, I'm F1, you're NASCAR. Like, yep. it's pretty funny. It's yeah. kind of a little bass backwards. It's, you would think, you would think, like I'm like 10 years older than you, I think, right? Right? 
<laughs> and on that note, oh, and on that is it worse? Disappointment. Uh, is it worse? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. I don't even know how old you are. How old are you? Twenty-seven. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. I wish. Oh boy. Anywho. Which anyway. hurts me to say, because when I started here, I was twenty-three. Ooh. Or just turned twenty-four. Sorry. I was twenty-eight. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm thirty-three now. Okay. Anyway, these anyway. guys don't need to hear about all this. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week for 154. If anybody has any topics, email in. Give us something to talk about. We'll ramble about anything. Next Literally. weekend, Next week, I mean, you're just going to hear me and Tyler ranting about how pumped we are to get cars out and break them. Especially so. <laughs> after 60 degrees on Tuesday. Oh, it's been so nice. Ah, such a tease. All right. We'll anyway. catch you next time. Later, guys. Peace.